Sometimes I let it roll. But yeah, um, so I literally heard one word. Mm-hmm. I have been like going through, I listened to one of another podcast episode that you um did with another young lady, and I've just been like looking at your it was so funny because I mm-hmm. went to Facebook and mm-hmm. <laughs> there is nothing there. It's like cricket. <laughs> Must tell you, guess what popped up? Hmm. The last picture of uh, when I first met you. Yes, at um, <laughs> oh gosh, I remember in place Rose Rosa Rose Mexicana. Yeah, <laughs> I cracked up, and that was back in. Wait, matter of fact, let me. I'm going to look at it right. I said, "What in the world?" That was the last post that you did and it, when it popped up and it was just a picture of uh come on oh wait it's, that thing popped up and it was a picture of us mm-hmm. from rosa mexicana and that was when i first met you and that oh. i'm gonna give you the date right now because i'm pulling mm-hmm. up it was june 14th 2019. wow wow i cracked up i said okay well nope this is not gonna help <laughs> Yeah, I am not active on Facebook, like, mm-mm, at all. That's not at all. I'm not. I just, mm-mm. Instagram, LinkedIn, yes, Facebook. Yeah. I was like, okay, well, nope. Okay. That's, <laughs> I said, well, at least, um, hey, guess what? It must be a sign because I'm telling you, it was like the picture of us when we first, and I just bust out laughing. And I was like, okay, so, well, no, that's not going to help me. So then I went to your Instagram and mm-hmm. saw some stuff there. Then I listened to one of your podcast episodes and I was like, okay, God, like, what do you want me to talk to Claudia about? And like I said, I heard one word. And so I have no idea where this is going. I have like two questions. I think that I just literally just scribbled down right now, but I have this one word. And so we're going to flow with it like that's And it's funny because, in the podcast episode that I listened to that you were on and you were like, you and the young lady oh my goodness, I'm sorry, I should have wrote down her name um, she was like, yeah me and Claudia, our minds are just alike, like we don't live off the seat of our pants, like we're these linear thinkers, and, and I was like mm, okay, well <laughs> Claudia know me and I think she kind of know that that is not me and like, the, and- <laughs> not that's not my calling right there yet. It's okay. <laughs> and this episode is proof of that. Okay. But I trust God that he's going. But anyway, let me back up because I always get super excited. Let me. All right. Let, let's get started because this thing is funny. And I'm like, okay, girl, you go work it out. <laughs> all right, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of Praying and Preaking with your girl, Georgette, a.k.a. The Preaker. I'm super duper excited. I know I always say it. Claudia and I just been here chit-chatting, but I am. I'm super excited. Um, I'm going to get into this word of prayer. I always say a prayer first, Claudia, and then I'm going to let you out. Look, I even let the guests introduce themselves. I I don't know. You know yourself better than anybody other than God himself. And so after I pray, I'm going to let you introduce yourself, tell the people whatever it is that you want to share. And then I'm going to tell you the one word that I heard. And Lord Jesus, you're going to help us through this interview today. I don't know what's going on. God been giving the last interview I did as well. He gave me one word and I was like, okay, like, where you want me to go with it? But it worked out. And so I'm trusting him. So anyway. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. So if nothing else, we'll laugh through the whole thing. Like, cause you know, I'm silly. I'm so, I know. And I know Claudia is, and I'm <laughs> going to tell y'all how we met and all of that, but let me get into this word of prayer. Dear heavenly father, Lord, we just come right now. Father God, first and foremost, God, just thanking you, Lord God, Lord, I thank you for this day. 
I thank you for this opportunity. I always, Father God, give you praise and thanksgiving for each and every person that I have the opportunity to sit down and chit chat with, Lord God. I do not take it lightly, Father God. I thank you, Lord God, for this platform. I thank you for this podcast. I thank you for Claudia right now, Father God, for her taking time out of her busy, busy schedule, Father God, to sit down and chit chat and talk to me, Father God, to give me some of her valuable time, Lord God. And so God, I ask that you restore, refresh, replenish, Father God, every second, every minute, Father God, that she has given to me, Lord God. Lord, we thank you, Father God. May you touch her business, her team, everyone associated, connected, her family, Lord God, everything that she puts her heart, her mind, and her hands to. May you manifest it, Father God, into things that she could not even think, imagine, or dream of, Lord God. Lord, now just move me out the way, Father God. Give me the questions, Lord God. Navigate this interview, Lord God, so that as I I always say that it will touch one, Lord God, if that's all that's to touch or the many that is to hear this word, Father God. And so, Lord, we give you the glory, the honor, and the praise in your son Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. 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 All right, Claudia. So before I get into the word, just whatever, introduce yourself. I'm going to put myself on mute and drink me some water. Tell the people what you want them to know about, yeah. yeah. Absolutely, absolutely. So Claudia Pilgrim, I am the CEO of a consulting agency known as Capital Consulting Group. We are based out of Washington, D.C. We are a certified woman-owned business. Um, We hold contracts in the government space. Uh, We work with small businesses as well, doing email marketing and digital marketing campaigns. And we are currently building up our corporate pipeline for digital marketing services. Uh, We founded or I founded the company in 2014. This is actually my second company. Um, my first one was before my daughter was born and then I decided to go back into corporate and then went back out and started my company again. So, um, so here we are, we definitely service a wide range of clients, but uh, at the backbone of it all for us, it's about relationships over revenue. And also it's about being true to who your brand or your business is. So that is a little snippet of me, but yeah, I'm, I'm ready to rock and roll, Georgette. Oh, you got that water in. (laughs) <laughs> I did, I did. And so Claudia and I met in, I guess, what did I say? That was 2019. Mm-hmm. So we met back in 2019. Um, we were in a, a coaching group that I was in, and Claudia was part of that, a women's coaching group. And so we just kind of <clears throat> definitely uh, hit it off and connected. And Claudia just will always laugh at me. I'm, I'm, cause I'm just crazy like that. Like I said, we're <laughs> kind of we're opposites, but we're not opposites. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there's something definitely there. We we share a lot in common. Of course, women in business and just a whole lot of things. And so I met Claudia. We went out to lunch and. It was just funny. Like I hadn't talked to Claudia in a while and she just kind of reached out to me and said that I was on her mind. And I was like, oh, that's so sweet. And so (laughs) we reconnected and I was like, "Okay, hey, look, I got to get you on my podcast. And so that's where we are right now. And like I said, I was digging and going back in, like trying to find out like, okay, what are we going to talk about? And the one word that I heard today as I was like going through and looking at your stuff over the past couple of weeks and getting ready, mm-hmm. I heard the word legacy. Um, mm-hmm. And so when I looked at what you do and all that you have done from what I have said, oh, wow. <laughs> Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So what is that? Okay, tell them because of course they can't see that. Look at God. Oh my God. Like I literally, and that's what I wrote down. Legacy. Wow. Where's your wait? Wait, yeah. Legacy. Yeah, I see you. Yeah. Okay, so every year I have a word. And um, and so I use that word as my my guide or my post for that year. Um, and each year, last year was the first year that in earnest I truly went in prayer and introspection just to say, okay, let's, let's, let's get an alignment for my assignment. And the word that was given to me was legacy. And so I just shared with Georgette, I have a journal and on the front of my journal, 
I have a, a cover page and it says 2022 is about legacy. And my scripture for 2022 is Philippians 4, 6. So yeah, <laughs> there is this. Yeah. Can't make what it up. I, I, I just said that yep. I, I can't make this up. And so, you know what? Thank you. Cause that was just even confirmation for me. Like God's like, I got you like this podcast. I'm serious because you know, I, I, I truly, I say it in every episode, like I have no idea what I'm going to talk to people about. And like, but the one thing that I'm not is Philippians four and six. Like when it comes to this, like, I don't worry. I don't like, I literally just told my daughter, I was like, uh, can you help me? Like, I always try to go to her to like, kind of help me to, and she'll be like, no, you'll get it. <laughs> and that's what she just said. She's like, you'll get it. It always comes together. And wow, that, I mean, I literally heard that. And then you pull that up. And so yeah. it's going to be all right. And so I want to know too, because as I was looking and just trying to remember, like, I really don't know who Claudia is. Like, I know Claudia, but like, I know what Claudia does. I know her superpower. I know how smart. I know how intelligent. I know how um, driven Claudia is. But like, who truly is Claudia? And I was thinking about that. And I'm like, who is Claudia? And so that that that's the first question that I just, because I was like, yeah, who is she? Because when you look at your your stuff, it's all business. Like everything mm -hmm. is, and, and, and it's nothing wrong with that, but mm -hmm. I was like, I want to go a little bit deeper today and mm -hmm. like find out who is Claudia. And we're going to get to the business stuff too, because <laughs> trust me, y'all, y'all need to, <laughs> she the bomb and she's very, very smart and intelligent at what she does. And it's just not surface level marketing and content. And so Mm -hmm. I truly found that even more about that. But go ahead. Let's go back to like, who is Claudia? Yes. Claudia is pretty linear. I know we kind of touched on that. Um, <laughs> okay, I'll take that back. My, my thought process is actually scattered, believe it or not. So I, in my head, I'm, I'm talking to you about B. My mind's already gone forward about a few letters. I'm on F and I'm I'm trying to get you, I'm trying to get you to where I'm at at F. So I started B, but then I might skip over to like D and then go back to C. And you'd be like, yo, what are you talking about? So <laughs> I um <laughs> I tend to, so when I even when I write, I'll write and it might not always be in order and I'll come back and I'll I'll reorder it just because I'm I'm my brain is just da 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 da. -da, -da. So linear yes to a point but i know that it's, it's been a process of training and, and coming to my own to know that with claudia when you're communicating make sure folks who follow along what you're talking about so um <laughs> well that's definitely that's why we connect because that's my brain right there like oh yeah but go ahead i don't want to cut you off. that's funny oh, when you say that but go yeah, ahead that is that's so so i do my my background so yes Personally, I don't really put personal, like I definitely don't post my family. Um, that is something that just for me, I just um, from the onset knew that I did not want to do. Um, and yes, I do talk a lot about business, but I believe that there's a lot of, even on the personal side, a lot that intertwines, right? There's, there's for me coming into even the space that I'm in right now, which is partially a transitional space for me. Um, it, it The way I got here was not by shrinking back or um, you know, not being able to step into my own. I've always been a very confident person. Even, even if I was wrong, I'm a confidently be wrong. I'll come back and let you know I was wrong, but I'm a confidently be wrong in that moment. Um, <laughs> but it's, it's very, it's, I've always been driven, um, as far as just my personality type and I don't take no for an answer. Like I'm not going to pester you, but I will do my due diligence. I will do my research. I will do what I need to do to come to the table prepared. But at the same regard, you're going to respect, you know, who I am as a person and what I'm bringing forth. So I think in, in totality, I guess to summate me, uh, summation of me is not really good, but to summate me, I'm going to try my best. Um, I'm a very energetic person. So I naturally talk fast. So this isn't like, sorry for those of you who like to 2X podcast, I'm going to sound like a chipmunk or something. I naturally talk fast. I try to slow it down, but I just do because I'm excited. Like I have a lot to say more often than not, or I want to share something or, I mean, that's just my personality. I can't, I'm not, um, I'm not built for boring. How about that? Ooh, 
<laughs> Georgia's like, <laughs> and so yeah, I just I come I come to you with true just wanting to understand you as a person, um, and knowing that you know if I can contribute or pour into, I'm going to do that as well. I love that. I wrote that down. Yes. Not built for boring. Like that's so, see, that's what we have in common. Cause I mean, I probably don't talk as fast as Claudia, but my mind is moving as fast as she's talking. Absolutely. Like I'm always, it's so funny. I just said that I just came back from off a of vacation and I literally just said today, like it was so difficult. Like I want to be able to go on vacation one time, like, and truly like have my mind stop. And mm -hmm. it's so hard, like, for me to even go on vacation. Like, and sometimes mm -hmm. people don't understand that. And, like, my husband and I are night and day. And so he can chill all day. Like, good. he has no problem. He's good. Like, in my mind, it's just so hard for some of us to shut our mind off. And so <clears throat> I was like, God, can I just go on vacation and just, like, not have my mind going at a million miles a minute? But it yeah. just doesn't. Sometimes, I mean, I was able to do it. Like now, if I'm getting a massage, mm -hmm. then she's straight chilling. But um, <laughs> laying by the water, even just trying to just take it all in. Sometimes I can, sometimes I can't, because my mind, our minds are just like going, 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 going. Absolutely, so, yes, yeah. And it's yeah. it's a good thing and a bad thing sometimes. So, but anyway, like I said, I I heard the word legacy, and so when you hear that word, like what does that mean to you or yeah what does that word mean to you yeah so it's it, it started out it's interesting so even when i pick a word i didn't mention this in the opening but when i pick a word i usually i've gotten in the habit of writing in that moment what that word meant to me um and i know in that moment for me it was building legacy for my family and for their kids and the, the generations to come and so that was originally when i started off with the word that was my um desire it has since grown into still for my family, but then community as well and, and what that's going to look like and how can I help other black women, other black young ladies to be confident and come into their own. And so it's, it's still a legacy. And no, it's not about me getting my name out there. I could care less. It's again, how can I pour into said individuals so that they can, that they can see themselves in the light that I see them. Um, and so legacy to me is something that is, like I said, it was originally family oriented, but it has, it's now morphing. And I mentioned transition It's transitioning into, okay, what can we do or what can I do community wide to, to help build a legacy? Mm, yeah, that's good. And, and so just to build on that a little bit more, like, why is that important to you? Like, why is it important for you to, to build and transition? Not only now, because you said it's just, it's, it goes even deeper than just my family, but now it's going out into the community. And so why is that important for you at this stage or just even going forward? Yeah. Um, so I've had, my career has been almost 20 years. Yeah, 20 years um, in the consulting space. And I'm at a point now where I, I, I don't like to, I'm not going to say I don't like to sit still. I don't like to not challenge myself. And I feel like once I get to a point where I'm like, okay, I'm kind of bored. Like IT is my first career. Marketing was my second one because I got bored. And so I, I'm able to blend the two now, but that was I was ready to level up and I'm at, I'm at that next one where it's like, all right, what else, what else do we have? And I feel like I have the capacity to be able to take on really living out what legacy means to me um, and what that could mean for others. It's less, I, I can't emphasize more because I think a lot of times people hear legacy, they're like, oh, well, you know, you want your name etched in something. I don't give two cents about my name being etched in nothing. If I can say, Hey, little girl or hey little boy you know this is this is what you could do or give them some foresight to say hey this is this is what would be possible because they didn't know any different then i'm going to do that and how that looks may be different for for the different individuals that i interact with but i want to be able to just let them know i you often especially in the black community you see a lot of shrinking back a lot or you see a lot of on the on the total other extreme which is fake it till you make it and then 
you know, you think you got all this and that. No, I want to show you what the realness is of it. Like, I didn't have a black mentor coming up to say, okay, Claudia, you're going into consulting. This is what you should do. Da-da-da-da-da. No, I just forged my own path. I wanted to get promoted. I put down my, hey, this is what, this is what I did. This is how you're going to promote me. And this is how much you're going to pay me. Yes, this is how much you're going to pay me. Oh, you don't know how to do that? All right, cool. I'll go elsewhere. And so it's about, to me, it's that kind of, instead, not so much. Um, <laughs> just go for what you're worth, I guess is what I'm saying. I To see the shrinking back and the lack of confidence just, it, it hurts because it's like, but it's in you. And, you know, you could give excuses and upbringing. Yes, all that comes into play with it. But know that once you step into that confidence, then you'll be able to move forth with whatever that, you know, whatever you're, you're going after, whatever your goals are. Yeah, that's good. And, and you touched on something that definitely, because <clears throat> even right before you came on, I, I thought about, um, I, I wrote a note um, in my phone and I don't even, let me see. I'm going to see when this is, this was back in uh, 2020 and some of the things that you just touched on, like these were questions that I had for God and just like, why is it so hard for women in business to get into the rooms to be bold enough and confident enough, like you said, to, to say exactly what it is that we want and how do we even do that? Like, and what does that look like? And so, you know, we just depending on how you grew up and your background, like you said, you know, if we weren't privy to those rooms in the past, if we weren't privy to the information um, that let us know that we have space, you know, in those rooms and we belong to, then it's kind of like we're trying to learn that stuff now and it's very hard. And so what kind of tips or, or what can you um, give women who know that they are valuable and that they have the stuff to be in that room, but they are shrinking back? Because yeah. when you said that, I was like, ooh, okay, this is where this is about to go right now. Because mm-hmm. I think that it is important because we need to know that, you know? Right. And so like what nuggets can you drop right there for that? Be decisive, period. Just be decisive, like make a decision. Don't mm. waffle, don't waver. Like that's your decision stick to don't cower back. Like get comfortable with making that decision. You want chicken, you want beef, pick one, you know? Make a decision, don't, uh, maybe pork. Nah, chicken or beef, which one? And get into the habit of when it is, and this is, I mean, I use chicken or beef kind of tongue in cheek, but it, it is really just that simple. Sometimes, you know, people get so overwhelmed with, oh, I don't know which one, well shoot, go vegan. I mean, pick something, <laughs> right? <laughs> It's like, and it, but that, but that scale then magnifies when you get into the room, or you you're at the table, or you're about to give a presentation, or you you know you you are worth more, but you're not being paid that, and then you start to shrink back. No, you know you're worth more. Stack the deck in your favor to make to outline why it is you're worth more, and then that's what you present. Don't wait for nobody to be like, oh, you know what, time to get promoted. Bump that. I've always been about if you, I'll go look at your criteria. If there's criteria for me to go get promoted when I was in corporate and you best believe I'm checking all those boxes and telling you what I did and when I did it and how I did it. Cause you're not going to tell me no. If you tell me no, that's fine. I roll out and go, you know, go get my coins elsewhere. But, um, <laughs> but, that, but that's it. Be decisive. No. And, and, and build your case for where, whatever that may look like. Um, right. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Were you gonna say something? No, mm -mm. I'm sitting here like yes. (laughs) Yeah, it's it's, go ahead. No, go ahead. Go ahead. It's taking that ownership. It's taking that Mm. ownership and 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 being okay with owning it. Um, I know a lot of now in in 2022 and more of late, um, women are stepping up and are speaking out, um, but there's still a good majority that are not. And when you are comfortable with owning who you are, because there's a lot, there is intrinsic work sometimes with that. I, like I said, I'm not negating that, but when you're comfortable with who you are and what you bring to the table, you'll be able to speak out and stand up even the more confidently. Cause you could do it mm-hmm. and kind of be like, eh, and it'll be, um, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it'll be nerve wracking and, 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 you know, being a first time out doing it, but even the small steps, the small steps, chicken or beef or vegan, pick something. Yeah. 
Make a decision. Yes. I've heard that like over the past couple of days, like make a decision. And it's so true because we do, we, we tend to <clears throat> become very, you know, like, oh, what is, am I going to go that way, this way, this way? And sometimes we become paralyzed in our own decision-making processes. And so I'm glad that you did use that analogy because maybe that will help somebody if they seriously, like if they look at it just that simple, like pick chicken or beef, like if you don't want either one, like, like, because even just hearing that it might just make something click in somebody's mind, like, okay, this decision is that simple for me to, to be able to move forward, you know, because we hear that a lot, you know, this word legacy is thrown around a lot now because of, you know, all of the, everyone's moving into being an entrepreneur and things like that. But at the end of the day, you have to be strategic in how you get there. And like you said, it's more than just having my name on something like it's more than that. And so <clears throat> just, I, I want to talk a little bit too about, you know, your background, because Claudia started out in IT and, and that is like, that's very strategic. And how did you get from, you know, the IT to where you are now into combining, you know, your marketing and your IT, because it's the same thing. Like we have to have these strategies and these processes in place even to create this legacy. And so I love how you said, you know, I got bored because that's me. <laughs> like I got bored. And so, I, <clears throat> but it worked, you know, and sometimes it doesn't work, but for you, it worked. And so kind of let us know, like, how did you mirror those two things together? And like, it worked. Yeah. Um, so IT, I, I'm a planner. I am a planner. And so in I, the IT space, I knew from middle school, like originally I was going to go to MIT. Then I found out math is not my strong suit. So <laughs> let's kind of switch a bit. Um, so, I, so I went into a, a science and technology program in high school. And then in college, um, I did a, a minor in computer info systems, a major in electronic business. Totally dated myself. I know they don't call that anymore. I just haven't looked up to see what it's actually called. But um, especially like all the stuff that we're doing digital now is what e-business is. And then I got my master's in applied information technology. And so that was kind of the linear path of me going into IT and then interned and so forth. And all of that still um, had the backbone of IT in specifically in the data space of IT. So um, more numeric and reporting and dashboards and data visualization. That was what I was doing and still do. Um, and then I was kind of bored and I was like, well, I, I, I'm, a, I'm a left brain, right brain mashup. Like I also used to play the flute and I got a bunch of full scholarships but did a major in music y'all because IT was where the money was. So that's where I went. Um, so I went into, uh, my I was about mm, a good 10 maybe 12 years as a consultant already and I said okay I want to go do something else and I actually came into marketing by accident I was reading a book and essentially it translated into what's known as a, a sales funnel at the time I didn't know that and from there literally from that book forward I went and started learning everything like the whole spectrum of marketing from copy copywriting to um, digital advertising paid advertising all the way up to what a funnel looks like email mark like literally the whole thing um, and I just absorbed it all so all the conferences all the books all the podcasts just 2x everything that's what I do and and I was absorbing it all and that's how I taught myself and then tested and when I say test, I don't mean in a lab. I mean with actual people. And I will be candid and say I'll do myself first because I, that's, I'm not going to just blindly test. Um, I will test on myself first and then I will launch to others. And that was that was really how I transitioned. I'm not going to say transition because, like I said, I still do both. Um, and I'll speak about how they combine in just a sec. But that's how I got into the marketing space. And and I was willing to take action. That's the thing. You have to be willing to take action. If in action, you're not going to get any results. Um, and so I'm a big experiment and test, take action, learn, and, and fail fast. Um, how the two come together. So for a while there, I did not, I kept my IT and my marketing hats separate because I felt that a lot of people would feel um, the data side anyway of IT was boring. And so I was like, well, everybody wants to see colors and fonts and all this, you know, brand imaging and mood boards and okay, let's go. 
And then I was like, eh, dude, that's not quite me. I'm not that artsy on the marketing side. I'm definitely still more on the data. And so what I started to do was, okay, look at where, where does data intersect with the creativity side of marketing? And it really comes down to things like conversion rates and, I mean, not only, but conversion rates and opt-ins and leads and, you know, list building and all that. And the numerics start coming out. And then the qualitative, which is non-numeric, so sometimes uh, customer sentiment and how they feel about things or potential audience and what they may think, um, that's for the qualitative side. And so I started blending both the numeric and the qualitative side, and that that was how I brought both IT and, and marketing together. Hmm. Yeah. Yes. <clears throat> and it's funny you said a word action and actually underneath where I first wrote legacy, the first mm -hmm. wrote word I wrote after that was action. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm looking like, okay, wait a minute here. So, and, and, and I'm like, and you just touched on that because it's true. Like we, not only do we have to be confident and then say, okay, we're going to stand up in this space, but then we have to take the action. And so, you know, whether that action is good, bad, or indifferent, I mean, mm -hmm. and sometimes, you know, it, it does lead us into other things. And so like, how do we take action? Like, or how did Claudia take action? Like what, I mean, give us a time where you took action and maybe it wasn't the right action, but you still continue to move forward. Yeah, sure. Um, so uh, back when I was in corporate at one point, I was on a project and I had some criteria up front for that project that were like non-negotiables. And the person I was working with at the time knew, and they were a senior to me, but knew my non-negotiables. And they ended up crossing that non-negotiable line. Cool. I'm out. Quite literally. No two weeks. No nothing. Then and there, I was gone. And I left. Because when I have non-negotiables, that is what it is. And you knew what they were and they were crossed. Cool. Deuces. I left. I resigned um, effective immediately and left. And it was a well-paying position. So I'm not going to front like it wasn't. Um, mm. and did I have a backup plan? Um, I did. And so let's go into that because we're talking about the oopsies. So I did have that. So that was the action part. I left because that was my non-negotiable. One of my non-negotiables was, was crossed. And so I did have the backup plan. I did have um, another engagement that I that I supported. What ended up happening was that engagement fell through about three months in. And I was left incomeless at that point in time. Um, in hindsight, I know my strong-headedness sometimes got, you know, that my non-negotiable was there. I should have probably, what I, could I have done it differently? Probably. At that point in time, what I've done differently? Absolutely not. I left, I left. That, that's what it was. But did I go back? I, no, I did not. So I'll say that as well. Let me just put that out there. But the, but sometimes I jump, I, I move too, I push go too fast. That's is, is what I'm getting at. Um, and so I recovered from the non-income. It was like less than a month and I was good to go. But the point being, sometimes even when you push go, sometimes even when you take that step, eh, you know, might not always work in your favor. <laughs> but yeah. So. <clears throat> But that's okay because it did work in your, I mean, for me, I always look at it the other way or, or you know, I look at, um, you know, there's always three sides to a story. That's what I say. You know, when I was a police officer those <clears throat> many years ago and I would come, you know, okay, your side, your side, and then the truth, like, okay, because there's always three sides. And so if you look at it like that, yes, you know, maybe at the time it wasn't the right decision, but mm -hmm. however, what did we, you know, what did you learn from that and how did that now help you? Because sometimes, you know, when we do have to push that go, like we can look back at those things. My word today, I do my prayer at 11 a.m. And the word that I heard today was leap. Mm -hmm. And I took that and broke it down to look at the evidence associated with the promises of God. And so sometimes we have to go back to that evidence because that action that you did was evidence of God showing you what his promises are mm -hmm. for something else. So like if you come to that space or place now, mm -hmm. you can say, okay, well, I did just, <laughs> I left that place and yeah. it worked out. You know what I mean? That is evidence of what 
was in the past. And so sometimes we can apply that, you know, and I always get that question too, you know, people ask me, how did you leave your job after, you know, like people literally thought that I was lying when I said that I was leaving because I had been there for almost 15 years and you just don't walk away like that. Like they're like, what are you doing? And like, how are you doing this? And it's because I just trusted and I didn't, I mean, I thought I had a plan and the plan that I had, it didn't even, that wasn't even the plan that came to pass. So I mean, it was something right. totally different, you know? Right. Right. And so, but we do have to take action and, you know, even like going back to that word legacy, I mean, you can't leave a legacy without taking action and whatever that action may be. And it's going to be different for each of us. And it's going to be different for how we get there and what it looks like. However, what I do know and what I love that you said, because everyone that knows me knows that I'm big on community, you know, because I think that we cannot build our legacy alone either. Like, yes, your legacy is for your family and for your, but at some point those things intertwine and that may come in, in the communities that we serve and the people that we serve and the, the women that we serve or the men that we serve. And so I think that is real important. And so I, I don't, know why we're back at, you know, where we met again, but only God knows that. And so there's definitely something that has to continue to translate in what it is that we need to do, you know, whether it's together in community, I don't know. And that's what's so good about this thing called life, because we don't know, you know, yeah, it's just amazing. And so I, I just want to, you know, uh, another thing that I just was, it's like, how do we now um, begin to help, you know, other women, people, businesses as well, see how important it is to leave a legacy behind. And, and like you said, I keep going back to, because I had to ask myself a tough question one day too. Like, do you just want the fame and the fortune of being known or do you want to leave an impact? Do you want to truly leave something behind that will be a legacy for generations to come? Because we can get the money and we can get the fame and still not leave a legacy. And so I think that that is something that we need to work on and to really, you know, truly show people what that means to leave that behind. And so I don't, I mean, I just, I guess if you could just touch on that, I don't even know what my question is, but I know where, I, you know, what I was trying to say, like, it's just more than, because in this microwave generation, I guess that we live in it, everyone wants to be Instagram and TikTok famous, I mm -hmm. guess that's what mm -hmm. I'm kind of saying. Like, how do we truly move past that to, to do the hard work? Cause it's hard work. Like it's hard work doing this stuff. It's not easy because if it was, then everyone would be doing it. And it's truly when you don't have, the example before you, because I know I don't, I don't, I don't have anyone in my family that, you know, has done the things that I'm doing. And so I'm truly navigating this thing, like learning as I go along. And so like, how can we now like truly come together and, and make sure that not only you are leaving the legacy, but I'm leaving the legacy. And then our kids are leaving the legacy and things like that. So yeah, I think it, I'm going to approach it a, a few ways. So from the business side, intellectual property, what can you trademark, copyright, patent as your, as your, I, your intellectual property? I think when you have that, like we're going to get to a space where I feel like we're approaching that space now where, you know, you hear, what is it? Um, like hustle culture and, um, you know, grinding. Oh my gosh, not for that. I'm sorry. No, that's not my, that's not my MO anyway. I, I don't believe in balance. I don't, I mean, there's always going to be a given place, but grinding? Mm -mm, no, thank you. And so what can you do to ensure that your business is solid? If, if you're coming from a business lens, right? What are the, like, I have frameworks that are registered trademarks right now, four of them actually. Um, and 
that that's I know that's that's part of my legacy in terms of my business side. But then there's another there's family, right? So what are we doing? What am I teaching my children? What am I showing them? How am I leading by example? I have one framework that I tell my kids whenever they're about to start a venture, they want to start a company selling jewelry. They want to do go through this framework. They go, they know the framework. They know, like literally can run it back, tell me what it is. And they have a little kid, kid version, kid version of this framework to be able to vet their idea before they go and do it. Like that to me is something that they're, they're not going to forget that one. Cause I've made sure they <laughs> remembered it, but two, because that's something that I felt in them. Right. And so I think part of, part of the legacy is looking at, well, where is that legacy intended to be directed towards? It's mm. not, I know we said linear, you know, I'm linear. I'm going to come back to that because that's the last, because like I said, my brain goes all over the place, but it really is. How, what is, what are we looking at leaving a legacy for? What was your why? And understanding that and unraveling and unpacking that why, because I guarantee you within that why is going to be what solidifies how you, you know, position that legacy or how you place that legacy. Um, so it's it, on the business side to me, it's intellectual property on the family side. It's definitely just what are you teaching and instilling? I think uh, community or friends, even part of that is just how are you showing up and what are you teaching? Like, I am not a knowledge board. I promise you, I am going to tell you if I know something, I'm going to share it. I'm not the type of person like, I don't want nobody to know this because it's mine. No, that's why you go to, that's why you, you go get your IPs registered and patents and all that other stuff. If you're that fearful, now I wasn't fearful. I just did it because my stuff's tight. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> come on in the room. I know that. Listen, that's right. Don't listen. Don't buy me ass. Don't yeah. dumb me down. We don't dumb me down now. Mm-mm, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Not. And so it, it really is just legacy is defining your why, understanding your why and going after that. And in that why process will help to solidify what you're leaving behind. Right. That, that's ultimately, I guess, the the high level of it for me. And that spans family, that spans community and friends, that spans business. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. And it's so funny that you said that because we literally just had a conversation um, yesterday, my mom, my mother-in-law, my daughter mm-hmm. and I, and we talked about that whole mentality of that hustle and that grind and that film and that masculinity mm-hmm. thing. And my daughter was saying, you know, like how it's shifting now, like, you know, and everything was so masculine, you know, we had to, everything was like that, that was what we were taught. Like, you got to grind, you got to work hard, you got to hustle, you got to do this, you got to do that. And she's like, you know, with COVID, like, and with things changing and people really realizing like what's important and, you know, that family and all of that, like, Mm -hmm. it's kind of shifting a little bit. And it's so true because now it's about, quality too, you know, we want to be able to have that time with our family and and our friends and like, why am I grinding? You know, that's why people are leaving their jobs. I just heard the number. I can't even remember what the number was, but it was something so astronomical. Like people are leaving like never before, you know, it, people would never do that. Like people are just leaving jobs and starting things because, they know that, you know, they, they're, they're more interested in not being somewhere, number one, that they hate continuing to be at, but also like they want to do something different for their family. And like you said, to build these things. And, and I love that. And so you guys better know that y'all better hear that. And I'm going to repeat it again for those that was way back in the room, that intellectual property and the patents and the copyrights and all of those things that you got thrown in your drawer that you came up with that you thought you didn't know anything about and that you didn't want to do nothing with it. You better go dig it out and, and do something with it because that's where it starts, you know, and now is the time, like, I mean, like never before. And there's so much information. There's so many things out here that can help you to even push it along. And so Mm -hmm. why not do it now? And so, so I love it. And that whole framework. And when you said that about your kids, because in that conversation yesterday too, I really saw my daughter in a different light. Like, you know, we never think that our kids are listening to us. Well, let me say me. I never think my kid <laughs> no, me too. <laughs> is listening <laughs> is listening to me. Yeah. And yesterday, like when we were talking and she was just saying some of the things that I have, you know, drilled into her and like 
I saw so much of me in her yesterday when we were having out, and I just was shocked because I'm like, I always say that we're like night and day. My daughter is, but we're really not because she's a creative and so am I like in this creative brain. And so I love that you said that because I never even thought about it like that. And so thank you for that word. Like, yes, like I've given her the framework for so many things. And like, when we see them do that, it's just like, oh, okay, wait a minute. They do pay attention. Yeah. <laughs> Like they do listen, yep. they do pay attention. So, yep. but awesome. You said you wanted to say something about linear too. Did you want to get back to that before? I don't know if you remember, but before I ask one, because we're no, all go ahead, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I always ask my guests this question: um, Why is prayer important to you, or what has prayer done to change your life since? I mean, because that is. That's my everything. And so, yeah. Yeah. Um, so for me, prayer is important for alignment. I do not want to just be out here winging it. <laughs> and so, you know, it's it's a part of what helps align what my next steps are. Um, and it is something that I genuinely, I do devotional time every day, so, Sunday through Saturday, like every day, every morning is when I prefer to do it. But um yeah, it's it's something prayer is something that you just you can't be without like that quiet time, that meditation time, being able to really just, you know, read or understand what you're reading better or clearer or maybe in a different light because you're in a different season in life. Like mm -hmm. I, I, I couldn't be without that. And even for me, as I transitioned from, you know, um, more one on one client consulting work to now growing the team. It's something that I want to make sure that I'm still in alignment. And it's not like I hey check in six months later. You know, it's like every day, hey dude, am I still good? Like, but so for me, that's that's how it translates and shows up on a daily, literally, on a daily. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. So, I well, I thank you. And then like we're winding down. The other thing I always and I love this part when I tell people that I do a Bible trivia question because they're oh Lord, I'm about to take them. <laughs> No, it's very easy. Trust me. I was trying to find something. I always try to find something um, similar, like into what people's businesses and stuff like, but this one is really easy. I told you, like, I just, it literally, this one's easy. I know it is. And it's multiple choices. Only one question. Okay, so <clears throat> the question is, mm -hmm. Jesus fed 5,000 people with mm -hmm. a... Huh? Oh, my bad. Sorry, say your answer. <laughs> she already... <laughs> she trying to... I said I'm going to give you the... It's multiple choice. She's trying to answer the question. See, that's the... See, that's why we, we have no... No, no. We just want to go. She just want to... We just want to push start. <laughs> Go ahead, do your options. My bad. Go ahead. I'm listening. Okay. So Jesus fed 5,000 people with A, five loaves and two fish, B, four loaves and two fish, C, 40 loaves and three fish, or D, 15 loaves and five fish. A. Hey, yeah, see, was that hard? No. Five loaves and yeah. two fish. Yes, that was easy. See, I do Bible trivia. I tell people because whenever you come across that scripture in the Bible, whenever you hear that question, you'll remember this podcast. You'll remember me. You'll remember how much we laughed. And because it's just so funny. Like when I say people are always be like, oh, Lord, like uh, yeah, I can't. Hell. <laughs> but it's good because then you'll remember it if you ever come across it again. And so, and then I just, I want you to think about me and the, the conversation that we had and the fun that we had and, and just sitting down with me, but please, please, please. So tell people how they can get in touch with you. So tell them again what it is. Cause I don't think we really touched on, we did a little bit, but yeah, I'm telling y'all Claudia is the bomb. She, she, she is very, very knowledgeable and her superpower is amazing. And to be able to connect the two things that it background and that marketing, like you said, it's a definitely a lot more than just your surface 
marketing, not, I'm not talking about anybody, I'm just saying. Right. So right. just tell people how they can connect with you, what you got going on, um, where they can follow you, all mm -hmm. of that good stuff, where they can reach out to you and all Absolutely. of that. So if you're, if you're on Facebook, don't bother friending because I'm not on Facebook. Like don't that. do it. Don't do it. I told you the last post was June 14, 2019. <laughs> so I am. I am. Yeah, I know, right? I am on Instagram. Uh, so that's at Miss Copywriter, MS Copywriter. And then I'm also on LinkedIn, Claudia Pilgrim on LinkedIn. Uh, website, MSCopywriter.com, MissCopywriter.com, and consult with Kat for my corporate friends out there. Um, those are our, my two, my two domains. So, yeah. Awesome. And so what do you want to, I always ask to, before we get out, what words of wisdom or what is it that you want to share? Um, or what is it that you want to leave with, with the people, whatever comes to your heart, mind, it could be about legacy or it could just be about anything that's on your heart. So whatever you want to leave with the people. Take action. Mm. Be okay with failing. Be okay with succeeding, but take action. That's it. Okay. <laughs> well, <laughs> hey, 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 I don't have nothing else to say. <laughs> take action. That was for me too. Thank you, ma'am. I appreciate you. Like, okay. I, I thank <laughs> I thank you. I appreciate you. All right, y'all. Well, y'all heard it here first. You said take action. So <laughs> I thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank y'all once again, always for tuning in to another episode of Praying and Freaking with your girl, Georgette, aka the Freaker. Don't forget, be sure to share, download, subscribe to Praying and Freaking. All right, y'all. Y'all know what I always hit y'all with. I'm out. Deuces. And I'll see y'all on the next episode. Thank you, Claudia. You're welcome, Georgette. <laughs>